You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, five fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with my co-host, Mark Collins. Mark, what's up? What's up, what's up boxing world? Glad to be back. Another episode, and we're gonna have in the books in a minute. <laughs> it's great to be oh, back. It's good. It's good to speak to you again. Yeah, likewise, likewise. It's always. been a whole few or a whole long three days. Yeah, no, seventy-two <laughs> hours is tough. <laughs> but we're back. So, how's the uh, how's the weather going out there in California? Right? How's it going? No, I'm in Vegas. Vegas, that's right. It's out here. It's a it's a rainy, cold day in New York City. It comes with it comes with January, but you know we'll deal with it. We'll get by. I couldn't tell you what the weather's like, Mark, because I haven't bothered to open my blinds or my door. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Uh, Some days we need. Sometimes we need days like that. All I know is I woke up and I needed to put the heat on, so I'm imagining it's quite chilly outside. Yeah. Just thank, like I said before, just thank God you're not in New York right now. Oh, look, (laughs) Mark. I'm not even gonna try to play. Like. I know you guys have it differently on oh, the yeah. East Coast. This you know is a whole different animal up here. So I believe it. And that's why I don't live out that part. <laughs> Respect to you guys for being able to tolerate it. I cannot. I don't know. I have I don't only ever lived in warm climate states. It's only been California, Hawaii, and Las Vegas. Now, granted, I did live in the UK for a bit, but at least I traveled a lot, so I was in and out. I didn't have to stay there very long, you know? But how was the weather in the UK? Was it cold? Was it was Always snow? cold. I lived oh, in Manchester. Wow. The Manchester oh, wow. was always raining. Oh. Mm-hmm. Manchester, I've never been out there. I'm a New Yorker, that's it's it. You know? I'll stay in the States. <laughs> I love the UK, honestly, I do. I would never have moved back if it wasn't for COVID and all the lockdowns. I had you know the what? perfect apartment in wow. in. Uh, Dean's State in Manchester. It was prime location, beautiful area, great views. But you know, COVID. And, 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 you're, and, and you're surrounded by thousands and thousands of boxing fans, advocate boxing fans. It seems like every boxing event, there's eighty, ninety thousand people attending attending fights in stadiums. So shout out to the UK for that. I love it. I love the. Yeah. I love watch. I love watching the atmosphere. They know. They know what's up. And I. Oh, I, yeah. I, I lo- honestly, like. 
UK is a second home to me. So nothing awesome. but love and respect for the fight fans out there. That's awesome. But um, what's up? What's going on in the boxing news, the realm that we, you want to well, kick things off with? <laughs> well, you know, there's been there's been something that that stuck out to me lately, and well, I I, I want to get into Oscar De La Hoya, Oscar Abs, a new hashtag all around social media. Oscar and, uh, Abs. <laughs> Oscar Abs, and I tell you, you know what? I love Oscar De La Hoya. I respect Oscar. We speak in the DM. We follow each other on social media. But uh, whoever, whoever, whoever did the abs, they did a great job. And send yep. me your doctor's number, please, because I can yep. use that for summer 2023. I know that's right. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't know why people are giving him so much stick. Like, women get breast implants all the time. What's the difference between a that's, guy getting his abs done? That's true. That's true. You know, there's a lot, a lot of... It looks uh, good. It looks good. Don't hate. Yeah. It, it does look good. I'll tell you that much. It looks good. Matter of fact, it's funny because Ryan Garcia actually was confused and he goes he goes verbatim he says wow oscar's been hitting the gym <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah man. look um if you know you know you know what i'm saying yeah if you know you know we, we well, know you know it, it, a, a nice doctor was behind that i even remember i liked oscar's post and i saw that his missus had commented under some something along the lines of um Ago. we have great doctors or something like that but uh yeah. you know they do you can't hate look i have always said my breast implants was the best investment i've ever made it is the wow. best accessory and oscar de la Hoya is now recognizing realizing that hmm. he too had the best investment made <laughs> for his body as well and you know what rightfully so every post he has been doing and since he's had them done has been yeah. about his abs. That's right. His shirt's off all the time. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not either. Mad. I'm not either. I, if I listen, if I could, if I could uh, use two, three thousand dollars or a couple of grand and get me four more packs under these two, <laughs> I'll be happy with that. I think it's a little bit more than that financially, though. <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure Especially it is. Especially kind of perfect the six pack, so. I'm pretty sure you're looking in the upwards between twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Ooh, that's up there. It better then it better look like Oscars and better if I'm spending twenty thousand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that much, yeah. Yep. But wow. good for him. Anyone hating on it needs to go get them a pair. Yeah, absolutely. Or a set, should I say? <laughs> it's like people so every occasionally, like if, if anyone who follows me on Facebook. They'll see that I, I'm constantly posting on the Daily Mail and New York Post comment section, right? Because they yeah. have the most bizarre story sometimes. And I almost think, like, there is no way this can be real. Like, like this guy, I don't even remember what, what part of the world he lived in, but he, like, married a hologram. Like, oh my God. how is that even legal to do that? But anyway, you'll catch me in the comment section, you know, with, some, with, with my <laughs> thoughts on uh, what's going on around the world. And I remember someone had commented about, you know, Kanye West's uh, new wife. Now, we know they're not legally married, but I guess they had like a, a spiritual binding ceremony or something of that sort. Got She's it. a pretty girl or pretty woman. Yeah. And, but they compare her to Kim and they're like, oh, look at all the work she's done. She's had so much work done to her face and this, this, and that. She doesn't even look like herself. And I was like, well, Kim doesn't even look like herself. Yeah, I know. From you know. 10 15 years ago. Who cares? That's right. That's true. Why does it affect yeah. people? Do you know what yeah. I meant? said in the comments? Yeah. Because someone someone asked me, oh, did you go to the same surgeon? And I said, yeah. I go, look, I've never shied away from the fact that I've had my breasts done. I've never had surgery on my face. Never. 
Yeah. But I've had filler. I'm not going to lie about that. I have filler and Botox. You know, but... you know what? That is very commendable. Like, even, you know, if someone gets their breasts done, someone gets their abs done, and they, and they come to the light with it and they just say, you got to respect that. You know, there's, it, we're in that era where everything's added or a little bit of a filler or, or, or something's done to somebody, uh, especially all over social media. So at sure. least people come to the front forefront with it. There's nothing wrong with that. I was 35 years old before I ever had a Botox, any Botox put into my face, any. Mm. And let me tell you, it, it, I wasn't 21 doing it. I got a problem with people who start off really young doing it because yeah. your face hasn't even finished evolving. Like you, That's true. As you get older, your, your, your structure starts to change a bit. Just like um, boys, they start to look like men. Girls start to look more um, womanly. Like you just, it, it does change in time. So, you know, thankfully I'm grateful. I have great genetics. Like my family have look really young. My parents look really young for their age and I'm thankful for that. But my, awesome. point, my point to bringing that up was, um, that I joked and said, you're not ugly. You're just broke. <laughs> it's true. And anyone who doesn't have the money to do something to improve whatever they're insecure about, they're the only ones complaining. Because if you had the money to do it, you would too. You mean to tell me some people wouldn't go hit that lipo if they could or have a little injection here and there if it made their profile look better? Like, I'm not saying you should go out and do that. Everyone should love themselves, you know? Like, I yeah. love myself. But at the same time, as you're getting older, things start to change. And guess what? I want to I want to kind of keep my youth. I want I take care of myself. I do tons of skin, skin treatments. I don't have that's, a single line around my eye. And that's and I'm grateful for that. That's but, true. I, I wish I could say I didn't have nothing around my eye. My <laughs> well, Mark, let me tell you something. I'm I'm kind of a freak when it comes to getting darker. I wish I could do something about it. <laughs> you know. See, I'm a, I'm a freak when it comes to constantly taking care of my skin because I always had really bad acne. In fact, when you first met me all them years back, I was struggling bad with my skin. So I've always had to do the extra measure. To <laughs> it's so funny. Speaking of speaking of when we met, I believe it was 2012 or 2013, uh -huh. and uh -huh. I still have that picture. Yes, you do. We look like two high school kids. So we funny. do. We do. <laughs> I wish I could put one. We'll post it the next episode. I'll send it to you. Oh, man. We did. We wow. look hella young. <laughs> and that's yeah, that, proving our point that yeah. you change with age. It that's is true. what it is. That's right. I didn't have bags under my eyes at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably like 20 pounds lighter, too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's both. Anyways, both. anyways yeah. congratulations, Oscar, on your abs. Show them off. Do That's you. Right. Don't listen to the haters. If That's it right. makes you feel good, do it. Embrace it. Love it. Just the only thing I say is if you're going to do something and but yet be ashamed to admit what you've done, then you shouldn't have done it. Absolutely. But if you are proud of the outcome and you're proud of how you are, you shouldn't be ashamed to say that you had surgery. So that's why I always go out, like when people say, make comments to me, oh, you had a nose job? No, I have not. I got my daddy's nose. So <laughs> it's just that I've gained weight. When you gain weight, your face fills out. Everything looks just a little bit smaller when you put weight on. That's we all true. know that. Your features, when you lose a lot of weight, you look gaunt and you, your features really stand out more. So, you know, thankfully 20 pounds heavier <laughs> than I was when we first met Mark. 
yeah. as, um, you know, you fill out. And it is what it is. So anyways, congratulations yeah, I, to Oscar. I, I, and his I, this is, it's God's plan. Whatever, However I'm going to look, God got it in the cards for me. That's it. I'll just embrace it. And, hey, whether it's two abs, one ab on the side, uh, I'm just going to deal with it. Rock yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Well, um, I read on online that it looks like Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting Jermaine Franklin. Uh, April, April, 1st. April, April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. April Fool's Day. That's what I like. I like that about Joshua. He's, you know he's he, he stays active, and I really appreciate that in a fighter about Joshua. I really do. Do you know what though, Mark? I'd like to see Joshua come back to the states and fight. He's only been here once. Obviously, he lost to Ruiz. I think he needs to. Yeah. I I, I think that they. I know. That I feel like they recognize that because I read an article recently where they, uh, Eddie Hearn was stating that um, Joshua's training camp is going to be in the United States and California. Yeah, he's, he's training with Derek James now. Okay, so that's great. That's a good. That's a that's a great move. And I yeah. always believe. I always believe that it comes a time in a, in a fighter's career where th- there is time for a little bit of a change. You know, I, I think a, a trainer, a trainer could. You know, some certain trainers could only bring you so far. Sometimes you got to add something just to tweak it a little bit. And then, um, you know, um, many fighters have done that throughout their careers. Look at Lennox Lewis. He mm-hmm. had. Uh, he had. He added Emmanuel Stewart late in his career and he became an even better fighter as he got older you know so as yeah, I, I, mean, I think room for improvement's always there there's definitely always room for for improvement i hate so, when people constantly want to say oh it's too late you know uh, he he fights the way he fights that's not true that's not true it takes time though but it does take time so hopefully this time around he doesn't if it just because if something doesn't work to his liking hopefully he's still yeah. it out because it is going to take more than one camp to get it right Oh, absolutely. I agree it, with that. You know, like with Robert Garcia, he only had one camp. So it's it it's a commitment, right? It's like yeah. being twice. It's like getting married a second time. You recognize the first time the things that you needed to improve on. Second time you go into it, just because things don't go as planned completely doesn't mean that you jump ship. You, you got to stick it out and you got to you got to iron out those kinks. That's right. It goes with that, that famous quote. First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Yeah. So, so let's see. Let's see what can happen. Um, obviously, April 1st, this is going to be – well, wait. I think he started camp this month, I want to say. Okay. So, you know, gives him a few months to, to see what we can see with him and Derek. But I still don't think it's enough time to really determine whether or not it's going to be the perfect fit. Yeah, he might need a fighter too until yeah, they exactly. actually – you know, um, that? Sorry. go ahead. Sorry. I think there's a slight delay in our audio. So I apologize if it sounds like I'm cutting off. Sometimes it feels like you're off, but then I could, you continue. <laughs> uh, I, I noticed a little bit. It's all right. It'll uh, work. Okay. Uh, Dillian White, actually. Interesting. I'm all for it though. Uh, Dillian White is interested in a fight with UFC star Francis Ngannou. Hmm. Not not bad. That's that's what Francis wanted. That's he wanted that crossover boxing fight and that big money grab. So he's been a UFC legend. He's a he's a he's currently a free agent at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that'll be that'll be great. That's that's a crossover fight with guys like that. Two big guys. Everyone would want to see uh, a, a a fight with two guys with heavy hands like that. Especially mm-hmm. in Gano's known for putting people to sleep. And I think that that's a great that's a great little uh, event that can happen for sure. You know. Oh yeah, um, 
what happened? Why did Francis Ngannou leave the UFC? Do you know? Well, yeah, what I what I got from that situation was that everything was going fine according to the UFC and Francis Ngannou. But then at the last minute, Ngannou, Francis, uh, he he expressed interest in actually putting putting in the contract a crossover mm-hmm. fight where he's able to fight a boxer, similar mm-hmm. to like Conor McGregor against Floyd. But the UFC turned that down. So that was actually one of his, his, I guess, dreams and something he wanted to pursue, a crossover fight. And with that, he basically turned down the UFC's offer to, keep, to retain him as a UFC fighter. So Francis, you know, best of luck to him. He, I, I think he'll do well money-wise money um, against, an, uh, against another heavyweight. But I don't know. It's a whole think, different animal when you fight a, a boxer. I think he'll make <laughs> at least... I'm, I'm really bad math, by the way. Terrible. Yeah. In fact, I still have to like, you tell me to count something. I'm counting shit on my fingers. Like I'm really bad. But anyways, um, I'm sure he's going to be making what? Three, four, five times the amount probably in a boxing fight than he did with. Oh, him. absolutely. Absolutely. They tried to keep, they tried to keep him in contract, but it was a three fight contract. Mm-hmm. I believe it was two fights against John Jones and, uh, the other one was, I guess, a rematch with, with Gain, but, um, you know, he turned it down. It was going to be for $8 million, which he was going to be the highest paid UFC, current UFC star. That was more, that's actually more than Brock Lesnar, who had $5 million contract, but uh, he didn't work out. You know, he's standing, he's standing on what he believes in, and he wants that crossover fight. He's built to this moment. He's actually, you know, got the recognition. He actually was face-to-face with Tyson Fury before, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is, there's a little bit of a buildup for a boxing or crossover fight for Francis. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's standing on his own, you know, but I think he will return to the UFC for sure. Just maybe I think not. it's smart when fighters know that their expiration date is approaching. I'm not saying that he's old. I'm, I'm just saying, like, when you know you have an expiration date and you don't have forever, yeah. you have to seize the moment. You have to make those decisions and say, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to walk away from what I know and what I'm comfortable with. And I'm going to try to make this happen elsewhere where I could potentially set myself up for life. And you're right. And eventually return back to the UFC and maybe close off his career there. But if he signed the contract now and he was locked in for the next, I don't know, two years, Something could happen, and he not be able to fight again. That's true. You let alone make the big mega fight against a boxer. That's true. You got to remember, he just recently had leg surgery. Yeah. So if he goes back into the UFC and and sustains another injury because his leg didn't, but didn't you know heal the same, then that's gonna you're right. It'll put him out two three years, and then you get older, and then he might not be able to get that crossover fight he he surely wants. Right. I think it's smart of him. Let's see what happens, though, because I know that he had his eyes set on a Tyson Fury exhibition fight. But, you know, he's still talking about good money facing Dillian White. If if I'm just saying, I know that Dillian's the one who mentioned this. It's not Francis Ngannou mentioning this. But, you know, he is putting it out there. So let's see what happens. Let's see if Ngannou does respond to uh, Dillian White willing to step into the ring in a crossover fight. I'll definitely pay for that. That would be nice to see. Uh, Dillian White, Francis Ngannou, but real, real boxing fans, advocate fans like us, we're, we're set, our hearts are set on Tyson Fury and Usyk. After that, we don't care what you do. Right. Let, let's just get okay. this undisputed going. 
exactly. It, that, yeah. that is the only thing that matters at this point, to That's be right. honest. Yeah. Like, to if be- we, and right now, I don't even know what the status is. I know that, remember, we were talking about this in the last episode that Bob yeah. Aaron mentions that they have not yet received all like the official offer from the Saudis yet. Yeah, yep. It, it could end up at Wembley, but Alexander Usyk wants a 50-50 split, and Team Fury don't believe that a 50-50 split is actually – I mean, it, they don't want to do a 50-50 split because yeah. they feel like they'll be the ones driving all the pay-per-view sales off of Tyson Fury's popularity, obviously, in the UK. Mm. So so let's see what happens. Um, we're, ho- we're hopeful that it's going to end up this spring, but I'm not going to lie. I think we're looking at uh, possibly either late spring or early summer. Mm. I guess we got to be patient a little bit more. As long as we get it this year, I'll, I'll, I'll be satisfied with that. You know, it's been so long since we actually had an undisputed heavyweight champ. Yeah. You know, since the Lennox Lewis days. But, you know, we, we've earned that. We've been through so many letdowns lately in boxing. Big fights can't come, you know, can't get made. So I'm, we earned that. We, we, as the fans, we've earned a, 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 a heavyweight clash of, of undisputed. Right. So speaking of Saudi, we obviously got news that Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury is likely February 25th there. Nice. Nice. Finally, right? How many times I got a they they that fight didn't come to play like three three times already, right? Weight issues and you know, hopefully hopefully it comes through now. I think that's a good uh that's a good little money fight for them. You know what though? I I wouldn't buy my ticket unless it was refundable. All the way to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> because I mean, I at this rate, when you look at all the stuff that has come up in the past, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I would make sure that I definitely had travel insurance on that flight. I know it's because it, how many times this fight's been talked about not happening, talked about not happening. It's almost like we kind of expected not to happen, being that they just talked about it again, right? So yeah, I understand that. You know, yeah. Hopefully it happens. I think it'll be a good fight. I yes. definitely definitely see uh, Jake Paul winning that for the record. Tell you that yeah. much. Well, um, the, on that same night, though, if that fight does happen for February 20th, 25th, that's Adrian Broner, who's now fighting Hank Lundy. He's oh, the one yeah. that stepped in for Ivan Redcash. Now, I don't know what's going on there with Ivan Redcash. I couldn't even begin to tell you because it seemed like his tweets were kind of cryptic but he was pointing the finger yeah all i got from that was it was yeah. a promotional issue okay but, when I, when but I how could there be a promote like when you're announcing the fight you would think that the fight was already signed and done so yeah, I, I, i'm so confused what's going on here i can't help but feel like it's an options thing i don't know if you're familiar with the options stuff Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's a tricky one. Uh, I'll have to explain that to you a different time. But yeah, I no learned about that from coaches recently. That now it explains why a lot of fights don't happen. It's not that they don't want it to, but it's just that various promoters or people have options on fighters. And I had no idea that this was going on in boxing. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. I'll have to explain that to you because that, that's it's tricky. It's a tricky one. But anyways, I couldn't help but feel like it's it's an options thing and. Because I just don't see how it went to be announced and official to not being official. So, anyways, Hank Lundy stepped in. Hank already had a fight, from my understanding, in February anyway. So, it's not like he's, like, not getting enough time to train. 
Yeah, he had a fight out in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, it was, and uh, it's good. At least, at least he's at least he's active, and um, you see yeah. Bonham doing his best to get back in shape because he looked a little heavy. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, this is, uh, turns out to be an even better fight. Yeah, yeah, it could be a good return fight for Adrian Broner. Uh, Hank Lundy is actually coming off of four losses, so we'll see how he performs against Adrian Broner. Uh, but Adrian Broner's coming off of a what, like two year, two year layoff, huh? two year layoff. New mindset for him, though. I really yeah. have that impression from him. I don't know. I know he's been through a lot, but whatever he's doing currently in his life, he needs to keep doing it. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know if people were cut out of his life or new people were put in his life or if he has a life guru he's working with. Yeah. All I know is he seems to be in a much better and healthier space, and I'm all for it. So which whatever is, he's doing, absolutely. he's doing it. Which is great because actually that fight, it needs – that um you know things on a less less of a, a hectic scale in their life leading up to a big fight anyway for them for where he's at in his career so hopefully right. he can concentrate you know and get this and get a great win so that way his name is a little bit more out there than it was before you know right um Edgar Barlanga and Top Rank parted ways were you surprised when you heard that yeah absolutely I was shocked by that for a second you know um I just I didn't understand that they said in, in the in the title they said neutrally parted ways. When it came well, don't to, they always say that like nobody's actually going to come out and go. I mean, well, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. People do actually come out and say, you know, f this person or whatever. But I mean, it's like a divorce. Is it ever a hundred percent mutual? Hmm. Maybe after know. a while. Anyway, maybe maybe, maybe after matter. a payout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, realistically, it doesn't matter uh, why it was. He he clearly made the decision to go a different route. He's a free agent. Do you think that he may play sort of the, or play on the landscape that some of the other guys are doing right now? Like for example, Terrence Crawford, Canelo Alvarez, you know, they're free agents they're staying free agents. So they could float around be on really anyone's platform. Yeah. I, I can see it. It's more of a money, money option. Also, it cuts out the actual promoter that's entitled to make what 33, 30 some percent of your, your, your money. So I guess he's thinking, let me save some money, but let's see what fights he can put together now that he's a promotional free agent. Right. Maybe he'll sign with BLK Prime. Let's see what they offer him. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what happens. Um, all the best to Berlanga. And obviously, I'm sure now knowing that he's a free agent, I'm pretty confident he's probably already had a few emails or phone calls from, oh, yeah. from other promoters. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. All right, so do you want to sort of lead in with the March 25th show? March 25th. So they said uh, David Benavides, Caleb mm -hmm. Plant, March 25th is going to be in the MGM in Las Vegas. That's the, Man, uh, that's the venue for that fight. Vegas. Say it again. I'm happy to see boxing back in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is There's nothing like an MGM fight. Yeah, the atmosphere is great. It's, it's like the mecca, the mecca of all of the fights, for sure. Yeah, because it's just we haven't had a really big fight in, well, really. It's all been year. a while. I mean, and now we're still in January, but I'm saying like the fact that we have one announced for March, you know, that's it's great to know that we have one coming up. But we, it, it's not often you see boxing in Vegas, the big fights in Vegas anymore, because there's big money elsewhere. There, there's a lot of other 
countries that are throwing money out. So the landscape of boxing is definitely shifting yeah. right at the minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is good. This is good. This is good for boxing. It's good for both of them. It's good for Caliplan. It's good for David Benavides because it gives them some direction. And, you know, they, they both want that Canelo fight down the line. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This is gonna. This is great because it's a it's a good build up. And then Ben and Plant is coming off such a great KO win off of Darrell. It actually makes people say, "Wow, he might have a shot against David Benavides." So everyone looks at it as the boogeyman. So I look forward to this fight. This is gonna be. This is gonna be pretty good. We'll see what yeah. happens. Well, speaking of Canelo, you said you had some something to mention. Well, yeah, Canelo got his plans are laid out for 2023, uh, May, Cinco de Mayo time frame. Uh, Eddie Hearn released that he's actually looking to have him matched up against John Ryder. And then in September, a 168-pound unification against Bivol. Canelo wants that Bivol rematch real bad. And I look forward to that. That's a great fight right there. Coming down to 168, you know, cutting a little bit of pounds from 75 for Bivol. And you know, I'm sure Canelo's going to show up for that fight. He said he didn't really show up for the first fight. He said he didn't care too much during so we'll see how much he cares going into this rematch. He's got a lot riding. Recently, he, uh, Canelo had said, this is his quote via GQ Sports. He said, he didn't beat me by being better than me. Yeah. I just didn't give it 100%. Yeah. Now, back when he did lose, obviously, we saw a completely different version of Canelo that night. But... The argument is, was it that Canelo wasn't 100% or was it that Bivol was just simply better than him, bigger than him? Uh, see, that's the argument that got to be settled in the rematch. You know, a lot, there's a, a lot of people say, hey, you know what? Canelo shouldn't have been on that keto diet before going into that rematch. I heard it all. So, he was a vegan, actually. Yeah. Yep. It was, I know it was a diet change right before that first fight. We'll see. There's so many questions I got to be answered going into that rematch. Yeah. Now, does it really avenge the loss if he won at 168 where Bivol has to go down, whereas at 175, like, does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. It almost, but uh, truthfully speaking, it almost seems like no matter what Canelo does, they're going to criticize him anyway. You know, and maybe for the third fight, if there's a trilogy, if it gets there, I'm sure he might say, hey, let's bring it back to 175. You know, so I tell you, there's still, it's still a, lot of, a lot of questions to be answered. There's a lot to look forward to with a Canelo Bibble fight. Mm. Look forward to that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to wait and see. Either way, I respect Canelo for taking that fight in the first place. Like, oh, yeah. He didn't have to do that. But he dared to be great. It didn't work out for him on the night. I still would have liked to have seen the rematch at 175, but I do. I definitely see where it benefits Bivol. You know, he could become undisputed if he does beat Canelo again. Yeah. Wow. You know, hold, imagine that. Take that opportunity, right? No. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, more money. You have the A side now. Well, somewhat of the A side since you won the prime fight. Four belts on the line. He, he got nothing to lose. Bivol got nothing to lose. So that's what makes right. him even more dangerous. He's young and dangerous as it is. Well, um, in some quick news, anyway, and Stephen Fulton are reportedly discussing a spring title fight in Japan. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, yep. that's a and good. That's a good fight for both of them. Absolutely. 
I'm just reading the article right now. The, uh, three days ago, ESPN's Salvador Rodriguez revealed that the clash between Figueroa and <clears throat> former titleist Mark Magsayo is on the table for March 4th as well. Mm, nice. Mm -hmm. And then we, we obviously have this weekend Chris Eubank Jr. versus Liam Smith, which is going to be available on DAZN here in the U.S. and Sky Sports in the U.K. Nice. Gives me something to do Saturday night. I'll have the night free. And I'd probably tune in and watch that fight. It would, it would have been great to see Eubank and Connor. It's just unfortunate what happened. You know, maybe down the line, if things get cleared up, they can settle their beef. Because I actually thought that was going to be a great fight. I was really looking forward to that one. Yeah. I mean, Connor Ben had just tweeted something the other day, actually. Yeah. It's a little. What did he say? It was more along the lines of science don't lie. Something like that. I don't Here know if he's is. insinuating there's a, there's a mistake. So we shall see exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, he said, this is via his Instagram. He said, I've been through hell and back. Thank God for science. The evidence doesn't lie. There's no holes in the truth. So I look forward to hearing what he's going to come forward with. Oh, yeah. You I know, definitely I, want to see what he's talking about. It's, it's easy It's easy to, to say, oh, someone's guilty, this, this, and this. But if he claims to have had genuine science behind it then we i think he deserves to be heard without people throwing stones i mean look what happened like again like we were talking about with javante davis like we need to sometimes slow down a little bit and let let everything be heard first before we jump to conclusions that's true that's true that's so, true although yes he had failed a drug test he's saying that he has science to prove that he's that he's innocent so let's let's see what he comes with Let's bring in the science. Bring in the <laughs> science. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could. Oh, uh, how could we not mention this before we go? Ryan Garcia finally got the contract. Thank God. I was. I, I had a headache that whole day here. From Oscar's tweet until the time we found out that he actually had a contract, I had a severe migraine. <laughs> Severely. <laughs> Yeah, but wait, yeah. but what, I think what got me too was what Steven Espinoza had, had tweeted. He said those, quote, contracts fighters say they've seen are more likely or more than likely just the layout of terms and likely scenarios. They're not going to sign or offer a final contract before Tank's trial in Baltimore. Yeah, that confused me too. trial? I don't know. I, I didn't even think that they, I don't, who knows if they're even pursuing charges, being that his, his uh, child's mother came out openly and said he never touched anybody. He okay, never put his hands on her. So There's nothing in the press for this year that talks about a trial. Maybe now, it's a, is that a different case? Older one. It could be, right, correct. It could yeah. be an older one because I do see one here from September 2022 um, it says that Gervonta Davis faces no. See, this one says Gervonta Davis faces a December twelfth trial date for hit and run. So awesome. that's that's a hit and run. That's a completely separate thing. So so okay. far, there's nothing reported. Oh wait a minute, hold on. I think I might have found something. How much jail time does Gervonta Davis face in February? Now this was November twenty first, twenty twenty two. So this would be relevant, actually. Hmm, interesting. This is via worldboxingnews.net. It says, Gervonta Davis has a lengthy jail term hanging over him as an anticipated clash with Brian Garcia remains in balance. 
okay, so this is probably what Steven Espinoza is referring to. Wow. So it says, World Boxing News provides <clears throat> a complete list of charges the lightweight star faces ahead of next year's jury trial. Hmm. Four counts of failure to Im immediately return to remain at the scene of the accident involving bodily injury. That's one year. One count of failure of the driver involved in an accident to render reasonable assistance to an injured person at 60 days. One count of failure of vehicle driver involved in an accident to furnish required ID and license 60 days. One count of failure of vehicle driver involved in an accident to exhibit license to police at 60 days. One wow. count of failure... <clears throat> A vehicle driver involved in an accident to report to the nearest police 60 days. Well, oh my God, it just keeps going. There's wow. so much. I can't even go to worldboxingnews.net. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link, you guys, in the description if you want to actually read more into this because there's just so much. Wow. So this is probably what Stephen That's, that's exactly what he's probably talking about. I'm sure that didn't was, just go away. Yeah, this was November 21st, 2022, talking about the trial for next year in, in February, which is obviously next month. So. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess I guess it does make sense. So even though Ryan maybe signed his end of his terms, there can't officially be an offer for a specific date with a venue and the whole like under all all of the announcements that need to come with it. Or yeah, I guess we'll see how it plays out. I mean, hopefully, you know, us boxing fans, we we want certain things done, but we understand the seriousness also that there's bodily injury involving an accident. So we understand how things may go. I mean, we'll keep our fingers crossed for both sides. Yeah. You know, and the victims of the family, boxing world, we'll fingers crossed for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm glad that Steven cleared the air on that one because it does it does always seem when, when you hear the promoters going back and forth talking about I haven't received a contract or this isn't this and blah, blah, blah. Like, just give us, the, just be straight with us. What re What is it really? So Steven right. just came out and said, yeah. until we know what the trial, you know, what comes of the trial. We can't find anything, and and then and then end up. No yep, one can I, I respect that. I can respect that. <laughs> so I'm glad I, that Stephen Espinoza came out and at least cleared that up because the moment I read that, I go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, yes, it's, like it's some, not that. It's so not we that know. It's not absolutely. trying to give them a, a contract. That's right. So we know something legit is going on, and we're not going to sit here and think one fight is ducking the other, and then here we go with the Al Heyman and Oscar De La Hoya issues yep. continuing all these years later. So at least we have something that's legit. That we can actually say, hey, you know, this is a serious situation there. I guess we'll see how it plays out. Right. Well, that's that so far with the news. Yep. I think we rounded up pretty oh, much yeah. all the, the recent news. Yeah, in we, the last we, we, got all, we got to all the meat and potatoes for the boxing world. So <laughs> I'm happy with it. <laughs> well, we plan to come back on Monday. Okay. Kind of have like a bit of a roundup of what's going, what can happen in the next three days. Obviously, like I said this weekend, Christy Bank Jr. versus Liam Smith. And we will then um, give you guys a breakdown of whatever is trending at that moment. That's right. We'll keep our ear to the street and then give it to the boxing world. <laughs> and right. like always. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. And we will speak with you guys on Monday. Yep. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, boxing world. Peace out. Bye, bye, fans. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.